What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cretaceous Campcast. As always, I'm Cretaceous Dave, and wow, I'm so glad I did not record this last night like I wanted to. I will get to the topic at hand, something I've been thinking about since the Dominion trailer, actually, but a couple of really quick notes and bits of information, some that came this morning and some other things from last week. To anyone new, welcome. Thank you so much for listening and or watching. And to everyone returning, thank you so much for coming back. The very first thing I want to start out with is uh, the most recent, well, not anymore, it's Monday now, uh, last week's episode of the Jurassic Park podcast was their Jurassic Mailbag segment. And if any of you don't listen to the podcast, um, go and do that, definitely, for sure. Uh, but the mailbag is where they will read emails or listen to voicemails and voice messages from their listeners and address them on the show. And someone had asked a question about something Camp Cretaceous related that Brad did back in season one of Camp Cretaceous. And there's so much been going on with Jurassic and especially now with Dominion on the horizon. Uh, you know, he answered it the best way he could, but something he said that completely shocked me was he name dropped this podcast and encouraged folks to check this out and tune in so huge thank you to brad and everyone over at the jurassic park podcast they are all amazing amazing people and if you found us because of that thank you so much welcome hopefully my stuff isn't too out there for you i like to think a little bit outside the box at times kind of get people's minds going in places they may not have thought it would go related to Camp Cretaceous. But I am going to go into some of that cool, fun stuff, breaking down seasons, breaking down episodes, maybe even do some of what that caller into the mailbag suggested and kind of do a talk over, um, especially now that we may have a couple extra months on our hands. Uh, I'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, but thank you again to the podcast and to Brad for mentioning this show. That is awesome. That's what I love about this community. Everybody helps each other. Everybody mentions each other, plugs each other. No one's really competing with each other. There's room for all of us, and it's awesome. And I, I kind of personally felt Camp Cretaceous was a, a little bit neglected other than when a new season dropped or a trailer or something like that. So I wanted to just step in and talk about this awesome animated show that I know a lot of other people, including adults, you know, really enjoy. So uh, welcome, welcome, everyone. The second thing is last week, Jurassic World Evolution 2 dropped their Camp Cretaceous DLC. Personally, I haven't had a chance to play it. I haven't even downloaded it. Truth be told, I haven't even opened the game <laughs> since it was released. Um, I, I'm really, really trying to find the time to do it. My son loves watching some Evolution 2 videos on YouTube. Uh, especially now that the Scorpius is there. So um, I, I'm I'm looking to do it, but I haven't. Uh, it looks beautiful, though, especially the Scorpius Rex animations and behaviors. I'm so glad they were able to capture that appropriately. There are a lot of really great people out there on YouTube, streaming on Twitch and YouTube and other places. Definitely go check them out. Even if you're not an Evolution 2 player, if you're a big fan of Camp Cretaceous, go search for some of those some of their videos and you will see just how great of a job Frontier and the entire team over there did at bringing these Camp Cretaceous animals and skins and behaviors to life. The bioluminescent 
um, effects at night look gorgeous. Like I said, the Scorpius, it's ridiculous. It's it's great. I am so impressed with how they managed to make that thing look. Uh, the Baryonyx Trio, they look amazing. Of course, Bumpy. Um, and all the rest that's included in that pack. Not going to go into it too much because, like I said, I haven't played it. I haven't even downloaded it. Uh, but I do encourage all of you to go out there, check it out. And if you do have the game, it looks more than worth the price of the DLC. So there's that. The last little bit before I get into a semi-apology of news that I first noticed this morning, and I, I guess it originally came out in, in little bits last night, but it started making its rounds this morning. There is as close as we're going to get to a confirmation that Season 5 isn't going to drop until July. Now, anyone that follows Chris Pugh from Dress Scout Post, like a year ago, he mentioned that Season 5 was probably likely in July. Uh, if you are like myself, you just refuse to believe that. You did not want to believe Season 5 would come after Dominion. In my head, that makes no sense. There's no reason, th there's no sane reason why that would happen. And yet, last night into this morning, we're seeing scans and photos of brochures from a Brazilian licensing event or marketing event, something similar to that. But it went over all the Jurassic licensing stuff and it mentioned Camp Cretaceous Season 5 coming in July. So that's basically confirmation because Brazil got every other season the exact same date we got it in US, UK, the other countries. So it's not like they're on a delayed schedule or anything like that. They've been getting it the same time as us. So we're all probably getting it in July, which gives us like one to two more months of making content and uh, filling in the hole. So that's that's actually kind of awesome for the show and gives us a lot more to talk about. The other really interesting part is it mentions an interactive episode coming in November. Yeah, November kind of threw me. The interactive thing is cool and it's very doable with animation. If you're unfamiliar with Black Mirror, um, look it up, Google it. They did something kind of similar and, you know, what we're all guessing at this point is stuff is happening and you can make a choice and what happens, you know, in the episode is determined by the choices you make and there's there are different endings, different outcomes and stuff like that and it's, it's really cool. I love the idea. Being released in November um, has a hundred more questions in my head now. Like, is this something that takes place post-Dominion? Why is it four to five months after the last bit of Jurassic content we got? You know, it's four July, August, September, October. Yeah, it's four months after Camp Cretaceous season five. It's five months after Dominion. There's got to be a good reason other than let's milk this as long as we could. Um, I, I don't know. Maybe that is the case. Uh, something I mentioned on Twitter earlier today out of just purely guessing and trying to figure out what the heck is going on with all this maybe just maybe this is their way of keeping the brand moving on uh either season five has huge dominion spoilers but as swerve pointed out dominion is potentially going to have a lot of season five spoilers depending on what is introduced and what's connected if we see dominion or see dominion if we see bumpy and dominion we're already gonna know something so if if she's being moved from New Blar to the mainland or something else like that in season five, it doesn't have the same wow factor to it, you know? And if you're just listening, I you know, made a wow face. <laughs> Sorry for those only listening on audio podcasts. And, you know, he mentions a, a bunch of other things it could be, and he, he's totally right. 
uh, in my head, it's there's something really big that spoiling Camp Cretaceous is less of a risk than spoiling Dominion. I don't know. Who knows? Or maybe at the end of the kids getting home, we jump forward to post-Dominion and the kids are living in this post-Dominion world or it picks up with something different. It picks up with Maisie. It picks up with, who knows, this other group of kids that maybe there are now open camps yeah, out there similar to what Camp Cretaceous was supposed to be and somebody has this big fenced-in enclosure with you know, friendly dinosaurs roaming around and parents can spend thousands of dollars to send their kids there, like, you know, space camp and stuff like that, but it's dinosaur camp. Uh, maybe that's, you know, the, the new premise down the road. I have no idea. I'm just trying to figure out why the season's coming out in July and what this November thing could possibly be. And I'm sure we'll learn more about season five in the next couple of months. I, I was expecting a teaser any day now, but now with it not coming out till July, I'm expecting May probably at the earliest that we're going to get a teaser. Who knows? And the thing in November, we may not know until summertime. You know, who knows? Uh, I guess we'll see. And it's going to be exciting. It's going to be an exciting few months, not just for Dominion, but for Camp Cretaceous and whatever they may have planned for us down the future. And I'm sure we'll talk a lot more about that as that stuff starts trickling down and we get those little bits of info. And the last thing before I get into the topic of this episode is it appears another one of my throwing it out there possibilities of a Camp Cretaceous to Dominion connection may have come to light based on a toy that someone tried to buy at Target, but it's uh, date blocked in the register, so it wouldn't let them. Uh, there is an Atrociraptor uh, release and rampage, I think it's called, set out there that it should be out on April 17th from what the poster said that the, the register said it was available to be sold on. And one of the interesting bits is the back of the box lists the, uh, what do they call it? The accessories that the human character has. And it says a controller. If you remember back in maybe my first episode, I said, what if the Atrociraptors are being controlled? And that's why they're chasing Owen and Claire through Malta, it was kind of just a, <laughs> while I'm thinking about it, you know, guess. And, well, there we have it. Uh, it looks like that might be the case. I'm not saying it looks exactly like Cash's tablet, but it is some kind of controller-looking handheld device similar to that. So is that actually what's going on? Are these Atrociraptors? Now, I'm not saying they're chipped either. But the controlling of a dinosaur using a physical device is definitely a reaching back to Camp Cretaceous Season 4 where you can watch and say, yeah, they did that. Kind of like dinosaurs being forced to fight. Yeah, they did that. And the other one, the uh, it, it looks like that Biosyn headquarters or whatever it is has you know the swamp and the snow and whatever else in the same place. Our characters are wearing the exact same clothes. So, yeah, they did that. Uh, how they do it, how it's different than Camp Cretaceous Season 4, I don't know. We've got just a couple more months, and then we'll see. But just from that trailer, the couple of little things that immediately popped in my head all <laughs> seem to potentially be happening. So uh, I guess my detective skills are are still kind of there a little bit. Uh, yeah, for, 
those that don't know what I, what I did before, um, I, I had a job where a lot of my job was finding a whole lot of something and a little bit of nothing. So I haven't done that in a long time, but it, it's fun to still let the, the mind exercise that way. But on that same topic, want to issue an apology to anyone that may have been following or part of a particular thread this morning on Twitter. It is Monday morning, depending on when you're watching and or listening. Uh, the topic of control got a little bit out of hand. It wasn't anything crazy. No one was calling names. No one was bad-mouthing anyone. Uh, but at this point, we all had to basically agree to disagree because I, I thought I was just not defending the concept of mind control like the dinosaurs, but explaining where it fits in and how it fits in and how it's been building since Jurassic World. That's all I was trying to do, saying that was kind of the plan all along. And the natural progression is Owen going like this to the tech they used in Fallen Kingdom to integrating. I'm not saying chips implanted in the dinosaurs like Cash did, but potentially something different if they are using a physical tablet to tell it what to do. Um, you know, that's it's the natural progression uh, of how these things go. And that's all I was trying to say. I'm not saying it's right. I'm not saying it fits. It belongs. It's something that's been building for seven years. That's <laughs> all I was trying to say. So I'm apologizing. I'm apologizing. That's not even a word. I'm apologizing if it got out of hand, if anything got taken out of context. And I definitely respect everyone's opinions on every movie, every TV show, not just Jurassic because there are tons of things I love about this that other people don't, especially Camp Cretaceous. Uh, just like there's so many things I love about Star Wars that other fans my age absolutely despise. And I get it. You know, I, I definitely do. But hey, to each their own. You like what you like. And like someone else mentioned, art is subjective. You know, it's the beauty of it. We're, we're all in, entitled to like what we like and think what we think. So there it is words of John Hammond. There it is. And I think that's it for the little bits and pieces of information before we get things rolling. And for today's topic, I originally was going to go back into away from the, what the first few episodes were and it's something a little more fun, but I 180'd on that. And I'm sorry if you guys were looking for something more directly attached to episodes or shows or characters but this is something that has been in my head since first seeing the Dominion trailer and the more talking about things and the more seeing things about that film got me thinking I think I was totally wrong about Manticore and that's what this topic is who the heck are Manticore because if you're like me early on in season one and everything following you assumed or may have assumed they were Biosyn a front for Biosyn some shell company of Biosyn or a company that gets acquired by Biosyn I think most people thought they had something to do with Biosyn uh, I remember Back in season one, when the name Manticore was dropped, everyone was, who the heck are these guys? We have this company in the franchise, never named in film until now, 
Dominion, but named in the book, and we all knew who they were because of Dodgson. You have them. Why are you introducing this other random company that's interested in making dinosaurs? And it's still a valid question. So everyone just assumed it's Biosyn under a different name. They don't want to call them that. Maybe it was a licensing thing. Maybe they're saving that big reveal for later on. People even went saying Manta is an anagram for Hatman and Dodgson was wearing a hat. So it's obviously Biosyn. I get it. I was all on board with it being Biosyn. Not so much anymore. Here's I, I've got a couple thoughts on this. And if this is going to go in a hundred different directions, A, I'm sorry, and B, if you've watched me and listened to me before, you know that's kind of where my brain goes. I don't generally don't put notes in front of me. I say what I'm thinking as I'm thinking it. So if they are someone or part of someone, and you may not like to hear this, I think it's InGen. I kind of hinted at that before without me realizing I was hinting at it. Uh, Connection 1 goes all the way back to Season 1 when the kids are talking to Eddie and he mentions the other guys. I'm convinced at this point the other guys is Manticore. And clearly Eddie knows not only do they exist, but what they're doing. And... The other big connection we get is Daniel Kahn, Kenji's dad. Back in season three, we saw the picture in the penthouse. And then when the season four motion poster came out and everyone was breaking down every little frame of that seven or 14 second, whatever it was thing. Someone mentioned, hey, that little desert looking thing in that glitch that looks like where Kenji's dad is standing in that picture in the penthouse and bingo season four we find out that Kenji's dad is the CEO president whatever he is of Manticore he's the boss which if you're like me watching it you are shocked after the fact I'm like I shouldn't be shocked like they told us this was coming. They showed us this was coming. It was still a big surprise. Um, so this makes me think it's not directly InGen, but these kind of cells within InGen that are who Manticore is made of or who is funding and fueling their research and their innovation and how they're able to get the assets they can and do the things they do and what makes me think it's 100% not in gen is woo I honestly don't think that he has anything to do with Manticore and part of that is in season 3 we see a drone get footage of the Scorpius and get destroyed. Um, you know, we don't know what else, what other footage the drones have. The drones clearly know kids are there, uh, or that the Scorpius was out, you know, and or, or the, at least the kids were there. And when we see Wu appear in season three, he is shocked that the kids are alive, like absolutely shocked. And then his bigger shock was the Scorpius got out. 
you would think if he was involved in any way with Manticore, when they got that footage, or maybe they didn't, maybe you know it captures and it goes back. And since the drone never made it back because it got destroyed, they didn't know the Scorpius was alive. For the sake of this argument, <laughs> let's assume it was live feeding right back and Cash or somebody else was watching what was happening as it was flying around. They would absolutely call and tell him like, dude, what is this thing running around there? It is gnarly, man. And he'd be like, we got to get there right away. We've got to get this taken care of. So I don't know. He seems surprised by legitimately everything. He also seems way too proud of a person from what we've seen over the span of the world franchise, including Camp Cretaceous, to let somebody else do these experiments on his creations. Chipping dinosaurs does not seem like something Wu would willingly do. So if that is involved in Dominion and he's part of it, I think it's against his will and you know, he's, he's forced to for one reason or another. Uh, the, the way the Indoraptor was controlled was probably the extent of how he would handle it through some sort of, you know, visual and audible means not, you know, physically harming the, the dinosaur, especially since we saw what it did to Firecracker. Uh, it is evil as you may think Wu is. I think he cares about his creations enough that he's not going to let someone else do that to them. If it was his idea and something he kind of came up with from the start, that could be a different story. And I also don't think they knew anything about Daniel Kahn. I don't think Mizrani was part of it, and he probably wouldn't have been as close with the Khan family and whatever knowledge he had. So I think, you know, Daniel being some insider or super rich person, he was able to buy his way in to being on the good side of Masrani and InGen and everyone involved from early on. And he potentially hired Eddie to be his man on the inside and then once he got in good with Masrani he was like hey I've got this great scientist I think he would do wonders working alongside Henry over there and that's how Eddie got his part in this and everything that follows makes sense it's how they're able to get access to Sorna to get either samples or dinosaurs or other things like that and how does this in any way, shape, or form relate to the Dominion trailer, which is kind of how I started this off? And that's a great question. And a lot of this didn't come to me until I started making my fake Biosyn videos and commercials. And if, if any of you have no idea what I'm talking about, if you check out at NotBiosyn on Twitter, uh, I've established this fake Biosyn account, and it started off as just kind of trying to market Biosyn as the good guys, and we're building a better tomorrow. And then an InGen research and development account showed up, and now it's some back and forth between us. 
some good, friendly internet rivalry. But as I was kind of trying to get into the role of what I think Biosyn is trying to accomplish, it got me to thinking about the new dinosaurs and pterosaur that we've seen in the Dominion trailer so far and a lot of the comments and praise that they've been getting for going more accurate. And that got my head going, wait a second, the manticore dinosaurs are completely inaccurate, the same as the InGen ones are. And that's kind of where I think the separation might come, where if Biosyn is manticore, they're just going to continue on carrying on what they've been doing all along. If they if they've been unable to have any luck at all and they buy manticore, they're just going to take all that with them. They're not going to start over, reinvent the wheel. I, I honestly think their goal was probably accuracy when it came to their animals. The pyroraptor has feathers and its wrists are the correct way. And the Quetzalcoatlus looks amazing from everything we could see. Maybe it's too big. We don't know. That one thing that was floating around on Reddit then made its way to other places, social media. We don't know how accurate that was compared to the plane, if they're using the right dimensions or whatever. I've seen a lot of people say it's not as crazy big as that picture made it out to be. I don't know. If that's the case, then okay, we'll, we'll throw that out. Uh, the the Therizinosaurus, while it's not completely feathered, it looks good enough that people aren't going to completely complain about it, where it's not all skin and scales, where people are like, no, no, that, that is definitely not what it looked like. And it, it's fairly accurate to a lot of renderings and artwork and, and even toys to an extent. So the, the big difference is the Atrociraptor. They have fixed some anatomical wrongs uh, with the wrists. And I, I think, you know, down in the, the pubic bone area and uh, other areas, it looks better. Still has no feathers. Uh, my guess is it's built off of in-gen raptor DNA and they try to fix it as much as possible. Perhaps. I don't know. Or maybe it's from blue or beta. Maybe that's you know why they're trying to get beta. I, I honestly have no idea. I'd be completely making stuff up <laughs> if I mentioned it. But I, I'm bringing them up because they're the most inaccurate of the animals we've seen from them so far. But they are more accurate than the InGen raptors. And that's, that's the big thing that makes me think Manticore isn't Biosyn is the accuracy factor that the, the raptors we saw on Manticore Island, maybe they're 100% InGen raptors. Maybe they're just taken. I don't know. But they look exactly like InGen raptors. So we're not sure. The, the big one, and this is something I half-jokingly said, but could be the case. And then it's going to throw other accuracy things out the window, but bear with me, please. 
We saw in Camp Cretaceous Season 4, the Dilophosaurus still spit venom. The InGen Nublar Dilophosaurus did the same thing. We saw that. In the Dominion trailer, we are face-to-face. We're, we're not. Claire is face-to-face with a Dilophosaurus with the frill fully extended. And everyone, their first reaction is, how does Claire make it out of this alive? For all we know, it's screaming to scare her. She runs away. She kicks it. Somebody shoots it. We don't know. Something I said that I was, like I said, half-joking at the time is maybe they learned their mistakes. Maybe they didn't want that anymore and they got rid of that DNA. They didn't need to fill in the gap with that anymore. So that's no longer part of the genetic makeup of the Dilophosaurus. That is not one of the original Nublar Dilophosaurus. I don't know. I, you know, I'm (laughs) making that up. And if, you know, if that is the case, then, well, why didn't they get rid of the rest? Why didn't they get rid of the frill? Maybe they just liked the way the frill looked. I don't know. But it it could go back to how that Dilophosaurus is a Biosyn Dilophosaurus, not one of the original InGen ones. And it doesn't spit venom. So that's why Claire isn't in as much danger as we think she is. Got no proof of that. I've got no evidence of that. Nothing. (laughs) Completely making that up. I'm just kind of throwing out all my ideas why I think Manticore is folks involved with InGen and Masrani and not Biosyn. And I'm trying to think of if I covered them all because I had stuff written down. I know I said I don't use notes, but sometimes I like to look at, you know, what, what I thought because my brain isn't the best at remembering things. And... You know, I, I definitely covered the major ones, and I would love to know your thoughts on is Manticore its own entity? Totally. Not involved with anybody, anything. And some of the stuff is just pure coincidence, and Daniel Kahn is just this really bad person and <laughs> stealing information, um, which still has a big question about Eddie. Uh, who is he, and who are the other guys, and what did he know? And I'm sticking to my guns. Eddie is 100% Manticore. You know? And, you know, who are they? If they're not Biosyn, if they're not InGen, if they're not fragments of these companies, who are they? And if they're not Biosyn, how do all of these weird coincidental things tie into Dominion that we're seeing with Manticore? Uh, My guess is theft. Um... You know, maybe they do buy Manticore. I don't know. Uh, right now, where my head is going, I don't think they do. And I'm only basing that off of the dinosaur stuff. So who knows? But maybe they find out about them. And, you know, they go and steal their technology. They raid what they have. Maybe we'll see something in season five. It's either a rescue mission to get the kids or something. And Biosyn's filing along, filing, following along, and they notice this other place. And it's after everything is shut down and stuff is gone, they break in. And they're like, whoa, this, this technology is wild. And, you know, they end up uh, stealing it or whatnot. Or who knows, maybe Cash is 
some nephew or relative of Nedry. And as he sees everything burning around him, he's like, I've got a guy that's going to pay good money for this. So let me give him a call. Uh, my uncle Dennis, he told me all about him. Um, <laughs> and then we're getting into um, Danny Niedermeyer territory. If you've watched Lego Jurassic World, Legends of Isla Nublar. <laughs> uh, but that could be fun too. You know, a, a fun Nedry connection. I don't know. I don't know how they get their hands on it. I'm thinking it's it's stolen or it's sold to them. I don't think they take over Biosyn, that they are Biosyn, that they buy or take over Manticore by Manticore are a part of them. Uh, I think Biosyn is an entirely separate entity and they either steal the technology that is beneficial for Dominion or it is sold to them by cash or someone else i don't think it's daniel at this point i think he's getting arrested he's uh, he may die i we've seen adults die i don't know if they're gonna go that way because it's one of the campers dads who knows this show has surprised me with some dark <laughs> dark scenes and details and the kids uh, and adults have experienced a lot of loss in the show and um that's definitely a, a topic I'm, i i plan on covering sometime in the near future loss and near loss but I don't know. I'm excited. I definitely want to know what you all think. Please let me know uh, in comments or on Twitter, wherever. Uh, who do you think Manticore is? Who did you think they were? And now, have I changed your mind or kind of got you thinking a little bit? Uh, if anyone has suggestions for the next couple of episodes, please let me know. I have nothing set in stone. And I'm going to be away for at least a week next week so i'm not going to be here in a place with a green screen and my good microphone and everything else so i'm more than likely not going to have an opportunity to record anything at all next week i didn't last week either so you know but if i have some ideas or if someone throws something out that i can do something quick um, I, I may try to pre-record one or two more so I can kind of have them ready and get them out there so content isn't super spread out or you don't go a long, long ways in between. Uh, if something like super duper huge breaks while I'm gone, I'm going to have my laptop and my phone and I can make something really quick. It's not going to be the best quality, but hey, you know, take what you can get. And yeah, so that about wraps everything up. If I have more, I'll record an update and amend it onto the back of this or upload it as a second thing. Who knows? Thank you all, everyone, for listening and for watching. If I forgot anything, I'm so sorry, and I'll try to update. And if you would like to follow the brand and the podcast without all of my personal <laughs> BS in between, it is at Media Cretaceous on Twitter, Cretaceous Media on YouTube. Look for us. I do have Instagram and other stuff. I'm so, so bad at updating anything on social media. Uh, I, I really might look for someone to take care of social media for me. Um, I probably don't have any money to pay you. But if you just kind of want to have fun and take part, um, you know, let's chat because I'm so, so bad at social media. And me personally, at Cretaceous underscore Dave on Twitter. It's not just Camp Cretaceous content, it's Jurassic content, it's dinosaur stuff, it's a lot of 
randomness. It's a lot of me complaining sometimes. Uh, sorry about that. Sometimes I can go on these tangents and I do apologize for people that put up with it. And sometimes it's just weird, random things that I post that end up getting thousands of likes for no reason whatsoever. I don't know. It is such a weird, strange place, this internet. That is it for this episode. Uh, I am going to try to record something bonus, not Camp Cretaceous related, but if you're checking the Cretaceous Media YouTube channel, this is going to make its way there, not on the podcast. It's not related to the podcast, but I've got this small little bonus video that I'm going to be recording right after this. So keep your eyes open for that as well if you're interested in hearing about me talk about something <laughs> completely else, but related to Jurassic. And until next time, stay safe, stay giraffic. Giraffic. Yeah, we're giraffics now. Stay Jurassic and have a great rest of the week, everyone. Take care.